Hi there and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and I wanna thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to let your child live their most fulfilling and independent life possible. When my own son was diagnosed with autism, I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and there was nothing else that we could do for him but manage his symptoms the rest of his life. But I didn't wanna do that. Fortunately, my background in craniosacral therapy of now 30 years, let me know that the brain can and does heal, but I didn't know that much about autism. What I did know is that I didn't want to just mask the symptoms with dangerous drugs. I wanted to find the causes and work with them naturally. And fast forward, it took me a decade and a lot of time and effort, but today my son is no longer diagnosable with autism after being told it could not happen. So I'm here to share with you valuable resources to save you the time and some of the expense that I had to spend to figure it out and to help you let your child lead to their best results possible. Every child's level of recovery is different, but we know that children who couldn't sleep through the night are sleeping now through the night and happily. Their immune systems are now strong where they were once sick all the time. Children who were nonverbal and their parents were told they could never speak are now speaking. Children who were getting D's and F's in school are getting A's and B's. And those that were so anxious all the time and couldn't sit still and, and were uncomfortable in their own bodies are now calm and happy and relaxed. And they're leading fulfilling and independent lives with friends. This is what we want for our kids. So I'm here to share the resources with you so that you can get the best results for your child the best possible. And you can start that right now with my free download of the top seven foods to eliminate beginning today of the top foods that are the most inflammatory and toxic that are contributing to those physical and behavioral symptoms of autism that your child is having. They're making his life uncomfortable. So you can get that right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods and feel free to share that with anybody you know who would be interested. And I will also link to it in today's show notes. There's of course a lot more than diet, but this is something you could start doing today that will begin to reduce those symptoms. And I'm happy to share everything I can with you. So right now, let's dive into today's episode. This month, we've been doing a whole piece on education around the gut microbiome. And there is a direct link between the gut and the brain. And a lot of people aren't really aware of that, but it's very, very factual. And in fact, things like speech and immune system and the mood, mood stability, ability to focus and even sleep, all of these things are affected by the gut. So it's really important to make sure that the gut microbiome, which is made up of, which we'll talk about today, the basically the bugs in the gut, making sure that they're healthy because there are good ones and then there are bad ones. And we wanna balance that out. And it's very, very common for children with autism to have an imbalance there. You've probably heard of cam candida overgrowth or things like, of course, there are viruses and fungal overgrowths and things like that. So today's episode will be part of what we're doing in this series this month on education around the gut microbiome. And this is an episode I'm excited to talk to you about because so many people have asked me about this topic and it has to do with camel's milk and how that is beneficial for children with autism or people with autism or for anybody really, because what are the benefits of it and how does it work? So today we have 
a guest with us who actually is in production of Camel Milk and owns one of the highest quality product companies in the United States. And for you out, for anybody outside of the United States, we will also talk about some shipping options there as well, because this is really important information as far as understanding how beneficial it can be and some of the changes that parents have seen in their children with this. I do want to caveat real quickly that you know is this is to be started out very, very slowly, a kind of like a medicine. You don't really want to be drinking big glasses of it day one because you can lar largely get things like called die-off reaction, whereas the gut microbiome starts to reorganize and the bad bugs, the bad, a lot of the excess candida can start to die off and it will cause heightened behaviors. And we wanna do this very slowly and support detoxification. So I'm gonna to link to all of the show notes today will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 116. This is show number 116. So uh, there will be some links that will come out of today's show. So uh, make sure that you uh, jot that down as well. And my guest today is Ryan Fee, and he is the owner of the company called Camel Culture, used to be referred to as the Camel Milk Company. They've recently changed their name, but they are the same company. And Ryan has been working with Camel Milk and, and selling it for over five years now. And Ryan, welcome and thank you so much for being here. I'd love to have you kind of share your story because you're in the United States and a lot of people here are still learning about camel milk or hearing about it. So how did you get involved with this? Yeah, sure. Thanks so much for having me, Karen, and for um, the, for hosting this this show. It's, uh, yeah, it's really great to get all this information out there. And um, yeah, so the camel milk company got started five years ago um, because we were living in Seattle, Washington, and many of our friends were coming out of places like Somalia or North Africa or the Middle East. And we just kept hearing story after story about camels and camel's milk. And we're like, wow, what is the, what is the phenomenon here with camel's milk? And this was goodness, six, seven years ago. Um, and just cause I like, I like picking up different hobby businesses and stuff. I ended up finding a, a camel dairy here in the U S and um, thought, man, I should, I should buy some for, for some of my friends who love camel's milk. And so um, I bought a case of, of milk. Um, I think it was from a farm in, in Colorado and ended up bringing it to some of my friends and they were blown away that I even had access to camel's milk. And um, after a while, I just began to hear the, the benefits of the benefits of camel's milk from these friends who had been living on it since they were, since they were infants. Um, and so we, in 2016, we ended up um, forming the Camel Milk Company um, because many of the stores in, in the Seattle area, specifically ethnic stores, um, they wanted Camel's Milk. They, they didn't have access to it. And we, we found a dairy that was willing to ship to Seattle. And so we began selling it just as like a cultural product that um, many refugees and immigrants who were coming into the country wanted. And so um, after about about a year of selling it, we began to get all these emails and messages from um, Americans and families saying, my son has autism and we heard that camel's milk can help him or family has gut issues or um, several dis different um, health disabilities that, that they just, they wanted camel's milk. And I didn't know what to think about it at the time because i had never heard anything like this before. And we started um, shipping it to different um, households and families and individuals. And the stories that we were getting back was just like mind blowing. Like we could not believe that 
wow, like this, this mother who has this daughter who's had headaches for seven years and she drinks camel's milk and the headaches, she's telling us that the headaches are going away or the stomach issues that, that their children had are now dissolving. And so it was, it was really um, shocking for us as we were, we didn't even get into it for the, for the, the health side of it. We got into it because we had um, friends who culturally wanted it. And so it's been really, really cool to see um, how um, revitalizing and how um, really like redeeming this product is. And for to selling it in a place like America, where Americans are, are so skeptical of it. Um, many Americans are really skeptical of it. That's why you're not going to find it in many grocery stores around here. But I think it's cool to be able to share people's stories about how it is truly changing lives and giving life to, to so many people. Um, so yeah, back in, in 2000, or earlier this last year in 2020, um, we ended up going through a brand change um, where we changed from the camel milk company to camel culture, because we really, ultimately we wanted to highlight, um, the cultures where this milk and other products were coming from. Um, we wanted to highlight products like, um, like meat and dates and things that you wouldn't typically find in, in America, because we knew that there's so many other products out there that are coming from places like the Middle East or North Africa that um, Americans will, will often turn a, a blind eye to and not even consider it. And I think camel's milk is just the, the height of that because there's so many, like the nutritional value of camel's milk is so high. And, um, and so we want to add value, not just to a product like camel's milk, but to where, to a product like camel's milk and to the places where in the people where it originated from. Um, and so that, that's part of the, the name change from the camel milk company to camel culture, but the milk is the same. The process is the same, um, just a new label and new branding. Mm -hmm. And do you have control over the processes at all? And maybe you could talk about those because I, I noticed that uh, especially parents of children with autism, we need to be really careful that our products are organic or not sprayed with chemicals because our kids, we're all susceptible to environmental toxins, of course, anybody is, but our kids are super sensitive. Liver congestion is common, detoxification pathways are weak. So we can't put any extra toxins in our kids. Um, you know, it's, it's best to go organic. And I noticed that your product doesn't say organic, but I know that your product is very high quality. So maybe you could talk about that. I'm, I'm assuming you don't use any chemicals, but also maybe just give us a little bit more background on how you, you know, what your practices are and what creates the high quality that you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right off the bat, um, all of our, our farm practices and milk are um, non-GMO, soy-free, gluten-free, no corn, um, our, our camels, when they're, when they're not in the barn, whether it's because it's too cold or raining, they're out in green pasture in, um, South central Missouri. Um, they're get a roam on about a thousand acres on the hill country. It's a family owned farm. We have about 150 camels there. Um, it's actually the largest camel dairy in the, the United States. Um, but yes, our, our farm has, does have organic practices, but the, the reason that our milk is not certified organic is that because how the camels need to eat such a specific diet, because so many of our customers are so sensitive, like their stomachs are so sensitive. And so we can't say, 
just because it says certified organic doesn't mean that it's best for our families that we serve. And so we, we want to make sure that our, that our milk is that we can actually say that it's soy free or that it's corn free. And, and so in order to do that, we need to supplement with flaxseed and sunflower seed and alfalfa and oats and those, this grain mix that we give to the camels, that's the only thing that doesn't make it certified organic, even though that, that everything else that they have, all of the rest of their diet is organic, but that for the, for the moms that are producing milk for the, for the mother camels that are producing milk, um, they have to be fed this, this grain mix, um, in order to supplement and help their, their, their milk flow. And so, um, that grain mix would include, as I mentioned, flaxseed, sunflower seed, alfalfa and oats. Um, and that is not certified organic. Um, but there is, there are absolutely no chemicals, no preservatives. There's nothing in it that would, um, no, no toxins or anything like that is very, um, yeah, very organic practices and, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know because, um, again, like I mentioned, it's so important. And then there's also the question of, uh, this raw versus flash pasteurized mm -hmm. that comes up a lot too. So can you explain that to us? Sure. So our milk is uh, flash pasteurized. We use a pasteurizer called Lili pasteurizer. Um, I think there's less than a handful in the, in the U S and unlike most cow's milk that you would find at the grocery store, which is ultra pasteurized, ultra pasteurized means it's heated up to 400 degrees for 30 minutes. Everything is obliterated in the milk. Um, our camel's milk is flash pasteurized. It's heated up to about 145 to 155 degrees for 15 seconds. And then it's cooled immediately. Um, and yeah, flash pasteurization is a, is a low input, low impact um, system that is, that is gentler on the milk than most pasteurization systems, um, resulting in a safe and delicious pasteurized product that can be sold anywhere in in the country or anywhere in really in the world. Um, because most that that's the problem with, with raw milk is we, is it's not, it can't legally be shipped across state lines. And also you may get raw milk from, from a, a small local family farm, but you don't know what the, what the camels have been eating earlier that day or what, what has passed through that farm or, or any kind of diseases or anything like that. And so it's a, the flash pasteurized milk, it maintains the same quality and the same taste and the flavor of milk. Um, we've had families who have had, um, have been on raw milk for years, four, five, six years, and they heard about ours and were skeptical of the flash pasteurized milk. And they, they, they finally had it, the flash pasteurized milk, and they saw zero symptom changes from when they were drinking raw milk to the flash pasteurized milk. And it was, um, and so I think that the more families that understand how, like there's, there's nothing that's changing between the raw and the flash besides it's just adding a level of insurance or security for, for you and your family that you know that you're getting a, a safer product. Right. Um, and it's not destroying any of the high, the properties that we need from camel's milk that are so beneficial to the body. Exactly. Yeah, that's important. Can you talk about some of those? I mean, it, it's affecting the gut microbiome. And um, what what would you have to, to share about how it is able to do that? Do you, do you yeah. have that background? Yeah, so I, <laughs> um, you know more than I do, Karen. And uh, in 
re regarding like the, the actual health benefits. And we can't make any claims because we're the, we're the ones who are selling the product, but we do have testimony after testimony after testimony from families and individuals who, who are seeing results overnight. We had, um, you meant, you commented on this earlier about like this, this one customer of ours, like he, his diarrhea was cured because he thinks it's because of our camel's milk, which I can't disagree with him because we've heard other, many other stories like that. But um, yeah, many people are writing us saying that my two and a half year old doesn't struggle with stomach aches or gas anymore like they used to, like their gut is being rebuilt through the probiotics and, and all the, the vitamins and minerals within the camel's milk. And um, one, one mother who's a, who's a really frequent custom, customer of ours, she had a, a baby, an infant who just had horrible acid reflux. She could not, um, the baby could not tolerate anything at all from the day that that baby was born. And she started supplementing with camel's milk and the acid reflux went away like completely. Um, we've had, um, many of our customers talk about food allergies and say like, they'll, they'll give their child cow's milk or goat's milk and it just destroys their stomach. But then as soon as they give them camel's milk, that stomach is being rebuilt back up. Um, the constipation is gone and, and all these other things that are, that they were having issues with are now being resolved because they're, they're adding camel's milk into, into their diet. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and we get that it's a miracle milk and just fascinating results from no more bloating. Um, yeah. One, one mother specifically said that she had, her child was suffering with um, from autism and they started camel's milk and she's seen nothing but good signs um, that she's sleeping better, that she doesn't need a diaper change as much anymore. Um, and that it's, it's working and she is just like, so, so thankful for it. So those are just some of the, the testimonies that we have from, from parents and individuals who, um, who have seen just incredible results from camel's milk, re specifically regarding their, their gut. Right. And it has to do with the, like you, you mentioned, the probiotics, the vitamins and the minerals that are naturally in a camel. And it, it's, it's sort of akin to taking a probiotic itself. That's why I mentioned earlier in the episode too, it's really important that parents know for some kids, they're so sensitive, they can literally start with a couple drops a day. And that's enough. You want to titrate up very, very slowly, because if you start with, you know, a small glass of it even can be too much for your child. It, it's not necessarily going to hurt them, but your die off of the bad bacteria from the good probiotics coming in from the camel milk is if, as, as if you started a probiotic on day one without any support for the detoxification pathways. And uh, we've talked about this in past episodes, uh, how important it is. And last week I did an interview with Kieran Krishnan on uh, probiotics and spore probiotics and their benefits. And we talked about that as well. So I'll make sure I link to that again in the show notes in case you missed it. That was show episode 1115. And um, that's why, as you mentioned earlier, I know that like candida can eat up progesterone in the body, which can cause a lot of headaches and migraines and acne. A lot of parents will see that in their, their teenage kids more heightened than usual. So it's about balancing things out from one level that affect others because the gut affects hormones. It affects the neurotransmitters that go to the brain and affect mood, sleep, appetite, ability to focus and concentrate. And then 80% of the immune system is, comes from the gut strength. So you have to have a strong gut. 
I'm curious, Ryan. So I know that the A1 protein from cow's milk is really, really bad. Our, the human body's just not meant to have it. And the casein, which parents know gluten-free casein usually diet um, is important to be casein and gluten-free in, in autism because of the inflammation, but the A1 protein in uh, dairy and cow's milk is really bad. Sheep and goat have A2 protein, which some people are able to tolerate um, to some degree, it, it varies on the individual. So what do camel's milk have? Because you mentioned how some people who cannot tolerate sheep's milk and goat milk can tolerate camel's milk. Do you know what the difference is? Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know like the, the different, there, there honestly just has not been a, a bunch of research out about the, the different um, values of a, A1 or A2 um, in in camel's milk versus these other milks. But we know that we've had people who have been completely lactose intolerant or casein intolerant be able to tolerate camel's milk. And, and from the most sensitive to those who um, are have now transitioned to like an oat milk who have didn't even know that, that camel's milk was an option. So I know that it is significantly lower in casein and lactose than, than any of the other animal-based milk such as sheep or goat. Um, but I, I, I don't know the, the quantities of A1 or A2. Um, I just know it's significantly lower, especially than, than cow's milk. Okay. There's a really great book and I'll even link to it in the show notes. Um, it's called the devil in the milk. And it's all about how bad the A1 protein from cow's milk is. So it's beyond the casein as well, um, which we know also creates opiates in the system. That's why our kids, parents will say, somebody wrote me today, this morning already. They're like, my, my child, you know, they, that's all they eat. You know, they're, and I said, they're literally addicted to these foods. The bad bacteria in the gut craves the sugars and thrives off of it. And then also the gluten and casein create opiates in the system. And when the detox pathways are poor, the body can't flush those out. So you literally end up with somebody who is addicted to these foods. And so it's a tapering off process. And that is again, why I stress um, parents listening to this episode to make sure that you start with camel milk very, very slowly, just a tiny bit one day and then watch for symptoms. If your child's fine the next day, you can give them the same amount, watch again and then slowly increase it just by a little bit each day, but be careful not to give them too much the first day or you might just see a lot of extreme die off reactions, which are heightened behaviors, headache, flu-like symptoms, rashes, things like that, which you can get from anything when you're detoxifying too quickly. Um, so that's important. And, and Ryan, people are wanting to know too, where do you get good camel's milk? So you, uh, you're based out of Colorado, uh, but the, and the farm is in Missouri and you work with them closely. Now, if they're, uh, how easy is it for people to get the product from you? Yeah. So, um, the easiest, most simple way is to order it through our website, um, camelculture.org. Um, we, we do sell in over 200 locations around the United States um, when it comes to, um, and, and that's just with our fresh and frozen milk that's being shipped from our farm in Missouri. Now our, our camel milk powder, our dry camel milk powder is coming um, from a, a large, the second largest dairy in the world out of Aline, um, which is in United Arab Emirates, um, just outside of Dubai. 
And so we, we receive that, um, the camel milk powder, and then we will repackage it here in the United States and then ship it out. So we actually have, there is a, a distributor for the same powder um, up in Canada for our um, Canadian customers that we can, um, I think you can probably add his information in the show notes that they can receive camel milk powder in Canada. Um, but then we can also ship to um, the UK and parts of and parts of Europe as well from here in the US. Um, typically, the the box sizes need to be ten or more um, bags of of powder for us to ship for us to justify shipping it to Europe because it's just so expensive with taxes and shipping. But yeah, the easiest way to receive either powder or fresh and frozen camel's milk is through our website. Um, we do offer, if, if it's your first time trying camel's milk or you want to start off with, with less, we do offer um, a sample pack, which is three pint size bottles. Um, and I think that comes in right around $45 for that sample pack. So it's a, it's a great way to try it without having to um, spend a ton of money on on something that, that may not work for, for your family, but we're confident that, that it will work. Um, very well for your family, but that would be the, the best way to, to get into um, trying it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I also am grateful. Ryan has given me a code to give to you to offer you 20% off of their products. And that code is Karen 20. So it's just my name 20 and no spaces in between. And I will also link to that in the show notes so that you also can get a 20% discount off of your order. So thank you for that, Ryan. That's very generous of you to offer it to uh, us in our community as well. I appreciate that. And I'm wondering too, um, you, you mentioned a bag, like if you had a box with eight bags of it, how um, you could probably get it, maybe a health food store, if, say you were in the UK or the EU somewhere, maybe you had a health food store near you who might be willing to carry it for the community and they could order a larger quantity and you could purchase from them. So it might be helpful for our listeners to remember that, that you could talk to the owners of local health food stores and see if they're willing to start carrying it as well. And then you can save on the shipping because they can get larger quantities and then you could be a purchaser uh, and they'll be become known for carrying it because more and more people, I mean, this is really a growing, growing in popularity. I mean, people are seeing the benefits and more and more people are asking me about it. Um, I've also got a link that I uh, did in the past on camel milk with somebody else who is an expert. And I will link to that because there's also uh, an expert panel. So when people have questions about it, they can write into that panel. So I'll link to that as well uh, in the the show notes, which again, will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 116116. And uh, is there anything else, Ryan, that you think would be beneficial to... uh, to share before we wrap up? Yeah, I think that there's, there are, um, there are definitely companies out there. This is, an, as you just mentioned, Karen, that this is a growing industry. And so you, you will have companies that will rise up and um, provide products to you. Just be careful and make sure you're, 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 you're knowing who you're, you're working with. Um, the, the three major things that we want to always be passionate about is um, making sure that our supply is always consistent, that it's always constant, where our customers are not having to wait three or four weeks to receive their milk. But we want to make sure that all of our milk ships out on Monday and Tuesday and our customers are receiving it between Wednesday and Friday. Um, and so if you're looking for a constant supply, um, believe that that we've set ourselves up with a good reputation to, to provide that. Um, also, we have 
outstanding customer service. We know that that many of our families are in are in really tough places. They they're um, yeah, and, and so we just want to kind of be a, a light in your life that that you're not having to have issues with with the your camel milk provider. We want to provide that just outstanding customer service, um, and we want to provide it at a great price. We're we're constantly offering promo codes, and as Karen just mentioned this twenty percent off. Um, but you can, if you subscribe to our email list, which you can do through our website, you'll receive promotions, um, going forward as well. So, um, yeah, definitely do that, but, um, yeah, make sure you're, you're working with a, a supplier whom you can trust. Yeah. yeah. We see that a lot with, um, as I just mentioned, I just did an episode on probiotics and oh my gosh, if I had a nickel for every bad probiotic there was on the market, I'd be a millionaire. It is unbelievable. Yeah. They're just, and there are so many, and especially when something becomes really popular, like, like this, like camel milk, people want to jump on the bandwagon. We've seen it happen with CBD. There are a lot of really toxic farms that are using bad practices. And if you get a hold of that, you can actually get sick. So you want to make sure that who you're getting it from is high quality. Their practices are chemical free that you're, you know, you know, you know what you're, what you're purchasing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really good. (laughs) All right. Ryan, thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate it. I think it's uh, wonderful that you're offering this, uh, to really to everyone, because I know there are so many environmental toxins in our, in our world today and our diet is depleted and our soil is depleted. Even organic farming practices are having a tough time getting enough minerals into the soil. You know, minerals are really important to helping support the detoxification pathways, as well as all of a lot of other functions, of course, in the body. And so it's very important to have a quality product that will help to build up the immune system. And again, as I mentioned, um, that the gut has so much to do with the brain and the link between the two and certain behaviors like, you know, speech is affected again, uh, mood ability to stay calm or ability to stay focused in a classroom and even learn sleep issues are huge. Uh, there are so many different things that it really stems from the gut. And in the uh, introduction as well, I talked about my free seven foods guide. So please make sure that is basically step one of the recovery process. I mean, of course there's much more to do, but if you can start eliminating those top seven foods from that guide, and again, it's at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods, and I will link to it again in the show notes, but that will help you start start to eliminate some of the toxic and and, uh, foods that cause inflammation in the gut and keep the gut weak and keep your child ill, which again, go back to contributing to all of these behaviors Uh, many of the behaviors are the symptoms of autism. So it all really begins with supporting the gut. So make sure you get that, that free foods guide, share this episode with anybody, you know, who could be bent, who could benefit from it. Because again, with one in 36 kids being diagnosed with autism today, there are a lot of parents out there that need this and need the support and need these resources. So uh, again, the show notes will be it. And this uh, episode will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 116. And again, thank you, Ryan, so much for being here with us today. Greatly appreciate your time and your expertise and what you're doing for our community as well. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Karen. And, um, and yeah, thanks so much for all that you're doing. We're referring so many people to you and naturally recovering autism as well. And so um, thank you for all your work and for having thank me. Thank you. Yeah, well, 
help support the community and, and a lot of people are searching for what we have. So it, it helps to share. So thank you too. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, appreciate what you're doing for your child being a proactive parent and getting these resources to help your child to get to the best possible life for independence and health that they can achieve to have the best life possible and have a great week. And we look forward to seeing you next week.